everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Chat. Well, we teased it on Twitter and Facebook, and it's finally happening. We are here with the one and only Stacey Hajduk. Where do we even begin? She's been nominated for a Daytime Emmy. She's had a career spanning 35 years. You know her as Patty on The Young and the Restless, or Kristen and Susan on Days of Our Lives, or even Hannah on All My Children. We're just so fortunate <laughs> and honored to have her here. So, Stacy, how are you, darling? I'm well, and I'm so happy to be on your show. I'm really, really grateful that you guys asked me. <laughs> oh, of course, it is our pleasure. And we have so many questions for you. But before we hop into everything, let's check in on our co-host. Alan, how you doing? I'm well. I'm so excited. I love Stacey, but I've been here for years. I <laughs> <Yes>. love. <laughs> and then Tiggs, how are you, dear? I'm doing pretty good, Casey. It's freezing here in Wisconsin, but I'm doing pretty good. Wow. <laughs> good. It, was just, it, it was just 70 last Wednesday. 70. Mm -hmm. And now it is, I think, 28 degrees. That's how oh, it goes, God. I tell you. <laughs> uh. Oh, my goodness. And then, Chaz, how are you doing? I'm equally freezing in Michigan, so there you go. <laughs> I'm part of the world. Michigan, What? where do you Where do you live? I am uh, just outside of Detroit, like about 10, 15 minutes north of Detroit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was I born and raised in Grand Rapids, Michigan. <laughs> that is where I got my MBA from. So, oh, wow. Grand Rapids, right at Davenport University, right outside of... Grand Rapids there, so I'm very familiar with that area, and my cousins live there too. So, oh wow, yeah, so you know, know all about our one. weather then. <laughs> oh, I know. My mom's like, "Well, why don't you come out for the holidays?" I'm like, "No, I'm gonna wait till it warms up a bit." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel about April so. or so. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Stacy, you know we have to kind of start this episode on a bit of a sad note um, as we remember the one and only John Aniston who we lost on yeah. November 11th. Um, how are you doing and how is your uh, cast and crew members doing over there? I think everybody's doing well. I mean, I think it was really hard because still he's in our hearts and on the set, he's still there thinking that he's going to show up one day and Knowing deep down, I know he's not, but um, I just think everybody is so grateful to have had the opportunity to work with. He's such a legend. He's such a great actor and he's so much fun to work with. And I just honestly, I feel so honored that I got to work with him and have some some great scenes with him. Amen. Truly, truly a blessing. Um, I always loved, as the whole panel did, those Kristen and Victor scenes. <laughs> so they were fantastic. <laughs> they were the best. I mean, he was just the witty. I mean, he's such a witty, wonderful man. And and then off screen, he's just a love. I mean, he just, you know, you go up and give him a big hug. And he's just, he, it's, he was such a wonderful man. And just, again, I just... I was so grateful to get a chance to work with him. And yeah, those scenes were a lot of fun. And I wish there were more. <laughs> Me too. 
Uh, well, anyway, before we hand things over to Alan, just so Days fans know, John Aniston's final episode as Victor Kiriakis will air on December 26th, and the show will air a special tribute following that as well. Um, That's we, It really, really is. Oh. In the meantime, let's hand things over to Alan. You've got our first question of the night, so take it away. So, great lengths to get Brady over the years. Mask, kidnapping, blackmail. Do you ever think she'd ever be able to, to let go of Brady? Maybe like go on Tinder or get a new man? <laughs> Say that again. Would I ever want what? You ever, do you think Chris would ever be able to let go of Brady and like go on Tinder and get a new man? Oh gosh, will Kristen ever let go of Brady? My goodness. <laughs> no, I asked. <laughs> I don't know if Kristen ever will. Honestly, now that she's got a family that, you know, a daughter with him, I don't think she's ever going to let him go. I think she still wants that family that she's never had. And um, she wants it to be with him. I mean, it's sad <laughs> because he'll go off and do all these things with other women. But I think he's the one and only for Kristen. And um yeah, it's 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 a hard one because uh, and 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 working with Eric Martzoff is just such a joy. So um, I think for for the Kristen Brady and and uh, that group and and you've got uh, Rachel, our daughter. I I think we I I know Kristen wants them to be a family. I think she would love it if he finally you know gets his shit together and um, <laughs> comes. To you know, it comes her way a little bit. And, and you know, maybe maybe they'll have a wedding, some weird wedding. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I mean, that's how I feel. I don't feel Kristen as being pathetic because Brady wants her. She's done all these horrible things and he can't stay away from her. So, exactly. you know, I, I just think that Brady is afraid that, okay, if I take her back again, she may do something worse than the last time. And now that Rachel's involved, she's <laughs> like, we have a daughter. We can't keep doing this, and then we have her to think about. It was different. It was just Kristen yeah. and Brady. Brady didn't care. He was like, exactly. okay, sure, whatever. Yeah, and they once had this beautiful little these moments that were beautiful after the you know he finally came to his senses and um, you know started to fall back in love with Kristen and and I really think they had a bond. And then I once she went to prison, it's you know yeah, he just couldn't. Uh, <laughs> As they say, there's a saying. <laughs> he just couldn't keep that thing in his pants, right? <laughs> exactly. He never, ever could. <laughs> That's why Kristen is totally justified in how she feels about Chloe. Because, yes, Kristen Absolutely. is doing these horrible things, but everything she says about Chloe is true. Like, Brady right. was committed to Kristen. He was going to wait on her. Chloe had no respect for their relationship. She didn't care. She just wanted what right. she wanted. Kristen was just fine. And so she saw what Chloe was doing. She said, oh, I got to get up out of here. Let me call Sue. So, you know, yeah. she, she was proactive. It's like, you know, and Chloe had the pension of doing that. Chloe, Chloe likes to throw the rock and hide her hand a lot. She's always been like that. <laughs> and, and Kristen is one of the main people that will call Chloe out on that. And then Chloe just bats her eyelash. So what did I do? No, yeah. you play dirty when you want to, Chloe. You know what you're doing. Absolutely. 
and they're acting so innocent the two of them like you know they 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 didn't do it together and they and, and Brady you know I remember the moment he came back and it's like wait a minute no 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 it's not just you know you know that Chloe was doing this you know that it wasn't just a kiss and you know it was going to build up to this you knew it and he never took responsibility for that maybe he will one day <laughs> no he did because he did and then when things went kablooey with Kristen he didn't have respect for Chloe's relationship with Philip. Like, okay, you want right. to Kristen, but then Kristen messed up again since she's not <laughs> available at the moment because she's on the run. So now you want to yes. go mess up with Chloe, with what she's got going on with Philip, and Chloe gets off on it. That's why Kate hates her. That's why Victor always hates her. She always got off, secretly got off on Philip and Brady going back and forth with her like that. Wow. You guys know your stories really well. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, Tiggs will stick up for Kristen when it comes to the Brady situation. (laughs) And and Kristen is going to fight for her man. She's just going to, and she's going to fight for her family, no matter what. That's the one thing I do love about her. She focuses on what she wants. She goes after it. And yes, she does some not so nice things, but at the same time, (laughs) she's doing it because she wants what she wants. And I think inside, She's got a really good heart. She just may not, you know, if people didn't get in her way, we would just be fine, right? <laughs> of course, yes. Now, um, Stacy, a question I've always been dying to ask you because Days of Our Lives wasn't your first experience with playing two characters in the same story because I was obsessed with the Patty and Emily story on The Young and the Restless. So how did that yeah. challenge you? How did that challenge you as an actress? Um, the, the, oh, my God. Well, first of all, I never had to do two <laughs> roles um, in the same, you know, actually play off of myself. Except, oh, I can't say that. I did it once in Superboy, but it was only once. Um, so this time around, and thank God for all my children, because I understood how fast the soaps move. And so when I got onto YNR and it started off with Mary Jane Benson, who turned into Patty. And then they're like, Oh my God, we've got a storyline for you. We're going to bring in Emily. And I was like, okay, what is this entailing? And I had no idea. And it was a huge challenge for me. Um, but I was, I was up for it. I mean, I really was. And um, I love a good challenge and to see if I can pull it off. And I love these characters so much, just like I love Kristen and, and Susan so much um, and playing opposite each other and having to play your, you know, you still as different characters. It was um, and bring up the different qualities of each one and then playing one as the other. Um, it was it was intense. But I got to tell you, there were moments on that set that I I remember one day it was. It was basically me the whole day as one character. And then I switched around and did the other character. That, and I've done that on days as well. But I, that was my first time on um, YNR. And uh, I remember going through the day as I think I was Emily first, or maybe I was Patty. I can't even remember. Um, I was Patty and then with Emily and then having to do all that. And then I had a uh, lunch break. 30 minute lunch break. And I remember going, I got done with that. I'm exhausted. And I remember I had all these scenes for the rest of the day. And I literally 
started to cry. And I'm like, I don't think I can do this. And I'm like, and, and Stacy, as the actress goes, you've got five minutes to cry and five minutes to go and put your on and then get back in down here and start running your stuff for the next, next group of scenes. So I cried my five minutes and I went, okay, I'm done. I got to go on and, and, you know, and it's showtime, you know, but I got to be honest, it was a good challenge and um, it was a lot of fun. I, I really loved uh how far I could push the characters a little bit. And I think I, I, I was able to show that a little bit. I think I've been able to show that with um, Susan and Kristen as well. So it definitely helped a lot to be able to um, have that first, that experience. So coming on to days, it was a little bit easier, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> oh, you did. You've done it. Like I say it all the time. You are probably the best female recast that I've seen in almost probably 15 years. You were able to oh, take iconic roles from Eileen Davidson and make them your own, but still keep the essence of the characters. You know, when you're, yes. when you're watching yes. Eileen, you're watching Eileen. When you're watching Stacey, you're watching Stacey, but you still feel that it's Christy. You still feel that it's Sue. Oh. And, and I remember yeah. it was first leak that you were coming on. I'm like, oh, she has. She has in the back. <laughs> and from the moment you popped up at John and Marlena's wedding with that damn gun, I said, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, I no. really appreciate that. that was one of the hardest transitions to do. I mean, that when when they called me and offered me the part, and, and I was like, and I remember Eileen talking to me on YNR about that. She said, you know, oh my God, I, I can I can I can empathize what you're going for, you know, going through because I had to do not just two characters, but I had other characters, you know, three or four on that show. And uh, she's like, I, I totally understand how chaotic it can get and emotional and stressful. And then when they offered me, I was in New York and they said, um, you know, it's, it's a part with two characters. And I went, oh, shit, is this <laughs> I leave roles? And I was like, oh, my God. And I mean, I was excited and I was like, oh, God, what happened? But I was like, OK. Okay, I'm. I'm. Oh God, help me! <laughs> That's. <laughs> I mean, all roles of all these emotional, like you know, things happening inside. And I was like, okay, I can do this. And I remember I had two weeks to, you know, educate myself with these characters, and um, yeah, that was that was my welcome, <laughs> welcome to days. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. But it's been a ball. I have to tell you, I I've loved every minute of it, um, and I I just I love these characters so much, and I and you know I'm just said I I just feel really really blessed to have the opportunity to get this 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 chance to play them. I mean, it's really wonderful. Oh, that is so fantastic! And Tiggs, I'm going <laughs> to hand things over to you as well. What is your first question for Stacy? Well, Stacey, like, yeah, I've loved you ever since all my children. I wish we could have delved a little bit more into Hannah. I liked your chemistry with Taurus and Kay. I liked your chemistry with James Scott. I wanted to know more. I, it was yeah. just about her. Cause I didn't really see her as like unstable or anything like that. I, it just, it just felt like she had missed out on so much of her life and she was trying to play catch up. And, yeah. and it seemed like no matter what she did, she couldn't catch up. Like those years yeah. were just gone. So, you yep. know, my, my whole thing, like, okay, when it comes to that, like, 
what were the differences like, you know, between like Patty and Kristen and Mary Jane and Susan? Because inherently they're four different characters. You know, a lot of people can just sum it up as like, oh, Kristen's crazy, Patty's crazy. But it's like Patty suffered from decades of mental illness. You know what I'm saying? Kristen, yeah. she's just a bitch and just wants things her she's way, you know. <laughs> in there she's she's yeah <laughs> you know you know patty suffered a mental breakdown because the only man she ever loved like treated her like crap Kristen, she just she's trying to recapture something she's never had you know stefano did yeah. he could for her and peter but it wasn't enough and then her mother was around but then her mother was crazy <laughs> so you know and into her own thing she was never really there for Kristen. so now she's looking for this whole thing with brady and Chloe keeps getting in her way among other things. So how do how do you kind of differentiate between the two of them, especially Patty and Chris and their motivations? Well, I, yeah, I mean, Patty, I mean, you know, all characters that I play have to come from love. They all have to because that is the base of our 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 world. I really do believe that. Mm -hmm. It's what happens. What is the one thing that snaps during whatever their history that changes them over? And I think for Patty, it's like you said, there's a mental illness, but at the same time, she's she was one she wanted the love so badly from from um, Jack, and 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 he couldn't reciprocate that because of her. I think she's she was just. Yeah, nutty, whatever you want to call it. But um, I, I just said, I always find that they have these deep, deep love. And I feel the same for Kristen. You know, when you hear the story that she was kidnapped by, a, you know, her father disowned her and sent her to the island. And, and what was it? The harem, like, <laughs> kidnapped her. And, she, you know, she was put mm. on that. Do you remember? Yes. So, and I learned that. And I was like, okay. And then she finally comes back and she wants a life and she wants a life with the man that she left, which I think at that time was Brady. And I know Eileen was playing it and I watched the scene just so I could kind of get an idea of that. That was the, I, to me, her, 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 you know, she wasn't going to let him get away because it's, she needs that. She needs some person in her life that she can trust. I mean, but he's broken her trust so much. And I think the same with Patty. I mean, I think all the characters I play are there's, there's damage. And I think all care, all, you know, characters in, in scripts and stuff are damaged in some sort of way. But um, I don't, I think Kristen is a woman who doesn't want to have to apologize for her, um, way of doing things. I, I know that she doesn't, you know, yeah, she's, she's a badass chick. I, I, but I love her because she, she doesn't apologize for what she's going after and she wants the love. She doesn't want to be alone. And I know that was something that, um, I've, I've talked to with, uh, a, a few fans and stuff of how she's always alone. And she, you know, she's always wanted this child in her life. And, and finally, finally, she gets that. And then she has to leave her, the one person that she loves to have this family together. And then when she comes back, it just, it isn't how she imagined it to be. And I think Kristen mm -hmm. is, I think, yeah, I mean, I think the similarities to them is they both come from love. I think 
The difference is, is that Patty's, I think hers can go to a really hard extreme. I mean, look, they both can go to an extreme, right? I, it's, it's so hard because <laughs> it, it's taking, but again, I honestly, I really think the characters that I play, I have to base them with love first and then they act out when, you know, something happens and, and, you know, they don't mean to do it, but it just happens and they just go with it because that's all they know. And, um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so it's almost like, is it almost I mean, like you come from a place of, kind of protecting that character's heart as well? Like you understand their motivations? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I get frustrated when she gets sent to prison all the time. <laughs> Just like I was I was always frustrated when Patty would get sent to um, the, the sane aside, you know, insane, you know, the, the I, what, there's another word for it. I'm sure it's called, you know. Um, Sanitarium. The, Just call it Fairview. Yeah. I do protect them because they're fragile. They're hurt. They hurt inside so mm. much. Um, at least that's the way I, because I don't think anybody's just cold hearted. I think they, like I said, I think something snapped in them when they were young and they just didn't have the love and affection that they wanted when they needed it more. And, and that's usually when we're children. And um, so, yeah. Uh, I, I, I like, because I, I have to play him with a fullness. Otherwise, I, one dimension doesn't work always for me. <laughs> like, trust me, we all get frustrated when Kristen is sent away because that's been our big issue. That's why everybody is always cussing Ron out on Twitter because we're like, we love when Kristen's a bitch. Just don't take her too far. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. need to, but he hasn't really ever killed anyone, Will. Okay. Except for what's name. But that was a mistake. She fell down the stairs. She tripped. She tripped. <laughs> but, you know, we just don't want her doing anything too much. We don't mind her being a bitch torturing people. We just don't want her to go too far because, like, that's what happens. She'll end up on the run yeah. again or she'll end up in, in Statesville and then we won't see. And we always want right. you around because we always want you right. starting shit. So we just want you to start shit sort of kind of legally. Sort of. <laughs> you can stay around. Don't get bad, but not that bad it's just yes don't go too i i agree i agree because i always get mad at the brothers because they get out so quickly out of prison or they don't even go to prison i'm like hey they did this and this and that and i'm, <laughs> I'm here <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> well we're gonna hand things over to chaz now chaz i know you've got a burning question for stacy so take it away I do. You know, we've we've talked a lot about, you know, a couple of your characters, you know, obviously in Young and the Restless and also Days of Our Lives. But, you know, you've had an amazing career that stemmed back into the 80s. And so I was wondering, is there a particular role that you've ever had that stands above the rest as your absolute favorite? Wow. Um, one of the one that I really would have liked to have gone further was um, on The Kindred, The Embraced. Um, there was a character named Lily and vampires and i love i love that myth and i think it's a, a it was i think it was done really really beautifully too um i would have liked to have seen i would have liked to played that one a lot longer because she was again a mm. lot of goodness they need the blood they need to kill they need to do their you know their thing but um 
I just, I, I really liked the myth. I liked the character a lot. I loved working with um, uh, the lead actor on that show and he passed, which was really, really sad. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the show did not go after that, but um, I, yeah, I mean that one, there's been a few that I've really, really liked. I always, I love playing the bad person. <laughs> I just, do I do and it's so much fun I mean they're so delicious I mean they really really are yeah. <laughs> they're complex you get to get inside and figure them out and then you get to use your instincts in your life and to go oh that would be kind of this if I took it a little too far what would have happened so I just um I love all my characters. They're just lovely. I shouldn't say lovely, but I like the word delicious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, one thing I've noticed is that one thing that you said several times is that you bring, you take a look into your characters and you're saying, okay, what's that motivation? And like, what, how do they feel? What's that heart that they have? Does that help you with the characters that you play is to get into I what would the character be doing or how would they feel? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I mean, I like to look at this. I mean, nowadays I'm getting to know you get to know the characters after so many years, but it's it's sometimes I don't know how I'm going to play what they've written, but I have an idea in my head, and so my it's it's what Meisner used to say: have your first intention before you walk in that door, or before you do that. The the rest you have to let it go, but mm -hmm. you also know what you want from these these your your you know other the characters on the show and so i always go in with that um and i know when i'm focusing on just the lines and when my intention is very very clear on what it is i want so i always look at what is the feeling of the scene and then who am i working with how who, how do i know them and how far are they how far do i want to go with it and so yeah i mean i'm always looking at how far I can go with the character. And sometimes I also take what I'm feeling in the day. If I'm frustrated, I bring that to the set with me. But I'm always, you know, I always know how far, but because sometimes I just, I don't know that I'm going to end up getting emotional in a scene. I, 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 I usually just take what the lines are given. I know there's specific things in the script that you have to do in soap world, especially. But I usually try to um, bring what it is that I I choose to bring in that, and 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 it's um, not always what's written in between the the lines, but um, and and it's just fun to see what the other actor brings. You know, I, I think that's always, and that's sometimes what's really fun working with Eric Martzoff because we just will go at it sometimes, and sometimes it's like, well, okay, I got to stop for a minute and breathe. <laughs> You know, it gets heightened. And so, but that's the fun part about acting, you know? Um, you're playing. Just, I, you're pl this is exactly what you're it, playing. It, it is called my my sandbox. I like mm. to go play in the sandbox. And, you know, sometimes you play nice. Sometimes you, you know, take the pail away and you throw dirt and you get like muddy and, you know, but that's the fun part. And when you're done, you go, oh my God, that was so exciting. And, and you know, I, I love what. It's just, you know, I'm like, whoo, that just went. I mean, that just took off on its own. <laughs> it's exhilarating for an actor. You don't always get it, 
But when you do get those and you're right there, so present, it is so much fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Would you, say, would you say you've even gotten to do that for like one episode guest star roles? Because like I loved you in that episode of Charmed when you were the guardian. Oh. Of <laughs> Me too. Me too. That you, was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so like, do you think you even get to go somewhere, even if it's just like one episode, like you still have a journey I in mind? That yes, absolutely. I I try I try to bring just as much as I can into that. And usually, the beauty about doing a nighttime show is that you have a lot more rehearsal time and less dialogue that you have to do. So um, you do get a chance to sit in your trailer for a while and start going over your lines a lot more. And and the more you do your lines, I find um, the more deeper you can find the character, which is a lot of fun. Um, love charmed had a, a, did you know that was a Bob Mackie? <laughs> my outfit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, wow. There for that. <laughs> I think at a, that is crazy. I didn't know that. Oh my gosh. The history, the history is so funny. I mean, it's, it's when I did, I'm like, share where this, okay, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I loved it. Oh, such a good episode. Well, Alan, why don't you take us into your second question for Stacy? What do you got? Well, since Janet Eagle joined the cast last year, Susan, you've gotten to play Susan as a mother. What's it been like crafting that mother-son relationship with Dan? Oh, it was so beautiful. Um, you know, we joke around. The first time I met Dan, he came into the makeup room and I looked at him and he was just nervous. And I remember looking at him and going, hi, I'm Stacy. I play your mother and your sister. And he just looked at me and went, oh, my God, this is what is this? And from that point on, we have had such a ball. And um, I, I love the fact that they have written more of the mother son relationship. And I can only vouch like how I am with my own daughter and, and, and take that into the scenes that we have. It's just, she loves him. I mean, no matter, again, no matter how bad he can get, she's just going to be there because she, you know, this is her little boy and she loves him so much. And so again, it's bringing that love to yeah, he doesn't do, you know, nice things all the time. I guess the Demeras just have an issue with, you know, being kind. But um, she is, uh, the thing also I love about Susan is she comes from this, just this love and light area. She's just, you know, spontaneous and she, but she's pretty much always right. And uh, I love the fact that, I mean, we have more scenes coming up on the show, which I'm really, really excited about. and. Uh, I, I just think she is just charming and fun and that she has a son who has an English accent. And we always, you know, <laughs> like, where the heck did you get that accent from? I mean, my goodness, I have such a beautiful accent and you went off somewhere and had to like learn this, this, like, you know, this, this, I, I can't even, you know, and so I'll do, I mean, we'll just, he's like, mom, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to work on my accent that you have, but I, I can't, I can't get it. So, Oh, so man. we have a ball. We have a ball. <laughs> I love their relationship now because before, you know, when James Scott was in the role who played your son among my children, it's like it was always written that EJ was kind of embarrassed by Susan. You know, 
But yes. then it's been written more that, you know, yes, his mother's quirky. Yes, she could be a little weird and zany, but he loves yeah. that mother. You know what I'm saying? Like that day when, before she was kidnapped <laughs> and they were eating the, what, the peanut butter and bacon sandwiches. And oh, yeah. I, I wish when she gets to talking to him and the little kid comes out of EJ sometimes. And he's vulnerable around her and stuff like that. And it wasn't always played like that before. And I always wonder why. I'm like, well, Susan and Edmund raised DJ. You know what I'm saying? Like, Step Noble popped in and out, but Susan and Edmund were always there. So I never understood why he just seemed like he kind of always backed away from Susan. But this version is a lot more embracing of her, and I love that. Yeah, I love it, too. And I was really, really happy that they wrote these scenes. And just, you know, because, you know, we have such a friendship. Dan and I really, you know, I, I, we bonded the first time that we worked on that set. And, and when he worked with Susan... He just embraced her and, and, you know, I do love the way it's written. I love the way we play it. And I think it's, it's, it's a good relationship and it also shows his vulnerability. And like you said, and it comes out that his mama knows best always. <laughs> yeah. Because like you said, no matter what, Susan's always right. Even if it doesn't happen exactly the way one of her visions entails, something similar happens. It it comes out, it may not just be what she first envisioned, or she gets some sense of like, okay, this isn't right, or this person right. is mean, 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 but it, it always comes out one way or another. Yeah. So she, she's yep. always right. And she's right, and she's right, yes. And, and and her instincts are right, and and that's why I think she just, you know, she loves her son no matter what. I mean, I think most most parents do. I mean, it's like, yeah, you've done some horrible things, but you know what? You're mine. You're my baby. <laughs> mm -hmm. Without a doubt. Now, speaking of your real life baby, Sophia, my goodness, she is really breaking in um, with like that long stint she had on Riverdale. She did a few episodes of I Am Not Okay With This. What does that yep. mean to you? to see your daughter follow in your acting footsteps and forge her own path? Well, just, you know, it, it's hard because watching her as a mom go through everything that we did mm. um, and just reminding her that this business is, is fickle and you just have to stick in it, stay in it. And, and it's uh, all about, um, we have, we all have these, uh, these, um, anchors on our wrist and it's for the family to hold fast to stay on our you know on our course and not give up because yeah it can be months before you get a job and and she's done such great work and she's had I mean the opportunity she's had on these shows and then Samaritan which she just recently did with Stallone I'm just like you have no idea. I didn't. I I had to do like little independent movies. I'd get a little guest spot here, a little here though at the beginning, and I'm like, "You're doing great, honey. You're doing great." So that she's got parents in this business that can guide her through the you know the hard times as as well as the good. But the hard times are so a lot, and so you have to constantly going. You know, it's all going to work out. You just have to stay in it because that's kind of the key to this business. It's, it's, um, how much can you take? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Were you kind of nervous so that she of... wanted to get into this business? Were you kind of nervous because of the potential disappointments? 
Um, no, I mean, honestly, she wanted nothing to do with this business at first. <laughs> I, we did a little, my husband and I did a movie. Um, she was four and a half or five, I think. And we said, just do this little part. You just play the neighbor, you know, the neighbor's kid. And, uh, and all she had to do is make cookies with, uh, one of the other actresses on, uh, it's called salt. And we did this and she had a little part. She came in and started, you know, doing the scene. And then she was like, after one take, she goes, I'm done. I'm done. This, this no, no, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. She's not going to want it. And I tried to get her into it a little bit later. And she's like, I just, she was, she was fine. She liked it, but didn't really like it. She just didn't understand it. And um, mm. it took her to, to go through the modeling industry and then realize I want to be able to do more with just, you know, she's such, she's so great in front of the camera as a model. But then when she got in front of the camera as an actress, um, she's just, so wonderful to watch and so no i think it was a slow growth to that point um and i didn't no i mean i i love the business i don't like the business i love the work that we get to do the business can just get very frustrating but the work when you do get that job and and get to work with some really talented people it's really exciting and so you stick in it for that um and you know the days that you're not and you have to like go, Oh God, what am I going to do? Am I ever going to get another job again? She's going through that sometimes, but I just keep reminding her. It's like, you're doing great. I mean, and you, she really is. I mean, the parts that she's, you know, got, I mean, it's, it's part of it's, it's uh timing and luck and it's just, but it's being what you bring to the part, what you bring to that moment and who you are when you, you get it. So, yeah, but I'm proud of her. I'm a proud mommy. <laughs> so cool. And we wish her all the best and all the success. And we can't wait to see what she does next. Oh, I will let her know that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So I'm going to hand things back over to Chaz. Chaz, what else do you got for Stacy? I do. You know, um, I, I'm a CBS kid, so I grew up on CBS soap operas. But I've uh, always known, I've always known Days of Our Lives to be, you know, one of those edgy, groundbreaking type soap operas, right? And so earlier right, this right. year, Days of Our Lives announced that it was going um, fully to streaming on uh, Peacock, I believe. And I know we've done some things um, that you guys have done some things with um, uh, Beyonce Salem and things of that nature. Do you feel that? Um, that other soaps are going to follow as well. Is that the future of where the business is going? Because I know you have a you know a good history as far as being in the business. Yeah, I think a lot. I, I think pretty much as we see it now, everything is going to streaming. Um, I have no idea how long, but I do think that is the future. I really do. Um, I, I just I can't. I, it, I mean, it was it was a weird change because you're like, well, how is this going to change things? But look at Netflix. Look at like everything. Everything is going on to H at HBO. You got Netflix. You got Hulu. You got all these things, and then you can choose to watch when you want to watch it, which I kind of I, I think isn't a bad thing. I mean, I know that it's hard because everybody gets to they have their times that they watch their shows, and 
you know, I remember the taping, you know, the DVR. Yes. Pop it in. <laughs> VHS and everything, yes. yes. But yeah, I mean, I I just think that is the future, really. I mean, I don't know how long things will stay on network. I don't know what, what's going to happen, honestly. But I, you know, listening and seeing what's going on, I really do think that, I mean, don't you? I mean, don't you think that's the future? I absolutely do. Um, I, I, I studied broadcast um, film and broadcast arts when for my undergrad degree and looking at, I think the pandemic did a lot of bad things, but a lot of, I think it did a lot of good things as well is that it really turned people on to streaming um, because I started watching shows that I would never see before because I was at home. Right. Um, and yes. so having that flexibility, you know, I don't even have cable anymore. So it having, having that flexibility to turn on what you want to watch when you want to watch it is amazing. You know, it's just, just it, it allows you to still keep up with your favorite shows, but not having to um, necessarily be at home at uh, 12 or one o'clock or whenever it comes on in your time zone. So I think it's That's been um, I think it's been a great benefit, um, especially for some of the daytime shows, because a lot of people are now, you know, having to go back to work and actually go back into the office. However, you know, you either have your phone, you have your tablet, whatever you have, you can still watch it and not really miss anything. So I think it, it definitely is going in the right direction. Um, and I think that yeah. the Days of Our Lives being the, one of the, actually, it is the first one to fully go on that. I think other soaps will follow. Absolutely. Yeah, I do too. I, I just, yeah, I just think it's it's going to be our future. It's, and, uh, you know, we're always, any change is always like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to change. No, no, no. You know, like you're like a kid, you know, don't make me go. But then you kind of go. I think it's going to be okay. It will be okay. Everything, it will work out, you know? Yeah. Has that <laughs> I changed? Think that will be the I think it will be permanent. Like, I think mostly everything will be streamed. Like you said, Chaz, like it opens up to new viewership. Yeah. You know, you have time to watch, even if you're not at home all the time. Like, like I said it all the time, like when it comes to days, like there are people who, you know, like Angela Baldwin, who's the boss? She would go from Connecticut where she lived to the big city to work at the advertising agency. Now people can sit on the train at 7 a.m. and watch Days of Our Lives if they didn't have time to do it. Or any other show that they want to watch, they have that commute commuting time to do that. Or like with the CBS soaps, well, well both, the both. Y&R, they're bringing back the podcast episodes. So mm -hmm. even if you can't watch it because you're driving somewhere, maybe you do have a 45-minute commute to work every day. You know, you can like listen to the episode as you're going because everybody else listens to podcasts, and most of it is crap anyway. Besides ours and other so podcasts, <laughs> you know, you can listen to you know what's going on. And and I, I'm hoping I want Peacock to do that with days too. I want them to give fans any and every opportunity they can to stream days, to listen to days, hear it over the loudspeaker. Like whenever I have an appointment or something, I don't care. I will go turn the channel. When Dave was coming on TV, I would turn it on Dave or turn it on GH. If it was a soap opera on and I was in that waiting room, you're going to watch it. I don't give a damn who you are. You're going to watch the soap opera. <laughs> I didn't care. <laughs> That's funny. <I> love that. <laughs> no, it's good, though. It's good that it's, it's, it's happening because that's the thing. You can go anytime, anytime you want and you can, you can turn it on now and it's going to be wherever you left off and not, 
oh, I missed it. I missed this. What happened? I got to go find, you know, find it, you know, somewhere online or whatever. And I remember people, fans used to do that. Now it's like, it's there and you can go all the way back, you know, as far as you want, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It, like streaming is pretty much DVR on steroids now. Yeah. You can watch yeah. it from anywhere. <laughs> you know, you, you can go back three, four months, watch you know. <laughs> So now, Tiggs, before uh, Stacy, we wrap with her, I know you had one final question, so take it away. Well, Stacey, I wanted to know, like, since you've been at Days in the last four years, like, was there any scenes that you had that were just especially challenging? I know Kristen's done so many things, but were there any scenes you had where you were just like, I'm going to need a long, stiff drink when I get home. <laughs> After doing this. Every <laughs> um, honestly, I think some of my, there, especially at the beginning, um, when I started, um, the stuff with the mask and the changing mm. forth. And then I remember the first time I had, well, the first time I came on the show, I was so nervous that first week, because I had 12 shows to do in one week, and you're mm. being thrown with everybody, every main cast member you can possibly imagine. And so I was always afraid. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to, I, I got to, I got to, I, I'm not going to remember these lines. And, but I think, you know, and then again, during the, the demasking of, of Kristen. Um, when she was Nicole, when she, Nicole and her together, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's some emotional and, and when you have the brunt of the dialogue sometimes and driving force and it's, it's, you, you just go, Oh God, am I going to be able to do this? You know? And so, yeah, there were a lot of, lot of nights that I'd come home and I'd be like, okay, I, I need, I need my drink. <laughs> calm down and I need to like get revved up for another day. So, I mean, there's, yeah, I, I, and especially some of the days when, um, you know, I would have to do, um, Susan Kristen and, and, you know, it was just like, there were moments I was like on the set going, I can't remember. Okay. I'm no, I'm Kristen and I'm, okay, I'm playing Susan. Okay. This is cause you'd be dressed. I'm dressed as Susan. And I'm like, no, but I'm Kristen. And I'm like, I would think, like doing dialogue and they'll do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm nervous because there's moments I'm, I'm, I'm like going, can it's always about, can I remember what to say? And sometimes I'll just, you just go and you're like, Oh my God, did that work? Did I do it? Did it, you know? And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're dressed like, up like Susan, you're dressed up like Susan and you're standing there talking to Brady, but then Chloe walks in and of course, Kristen, you know, rolls her eyes or mutters bitch under her breath. And you're just like, oh, oh hey, hi, hi, Chloe Lane, how are you? And, you know, oh, trying yeah. to be nice to her and trying to keep everything straight. It's hard sometimes because they'll even go, just remember to bring Susan, you know, you're Kristen, now bring Susan in. And then you've got to switch, like when they're not, their back is turned. And then you're just like, oh my God, you know, as Kristen. And it, yeah, it gets, it gets sometimes you're like, oh my God. I mean, and it, it gets a little, I mean, usually I'm like panicking underneath going, oh God, I hope this works. I hope this works. 
<laughs> Trust me, honey, it's been working for the last four years. You've been, you I hit the ground running and exactly. you have not stopped. Even when Kristen <laughs> is doing something insane, Stacy, you make it work. You will find some way. Kristen could could be wrestling Panthers and you will make it work. Like you just okay, I guess Kristen took her Wheaties today. Okay, let's do this. Like, let's go. You know, you you will make it work. Back. Like last year during the whole present break thing where she's out as cosplaying as Susan, you're carrying a show on your back. You did. Nobody you can. <laughs> no, you no, you did because even when the storyline became frustrating, like you just kept it going. You you didn't yeah. phone in. You just kept it going. Like okay, I need to throw Kate in the trunk of this car. Sure, whatever. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> like you just kept it going, and 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 no matter what Kristen does, you you don't hate her. You you do feel sorry for her because it's just like like you said, if people just leave Kristen alone, she'll be fine. If Chloe would have stayed away from her man, Kristen would have did her sentence. Okay, at least most of it. At Statesville, and she would have been fine. <laughs> that's right. But no, See, Chloe, La Chloe Lane can never be alone. Cause and, and that's what and that's one thing her and Kristen are similar in. But she's worse than Kristen. Because if Kristen has to, she'll be alone. But Chloe hates being alone. Like ah. Chloe always needs some man panting after her, whether it's Philip. Lucas, Daniel, the mailman, Brady, the cable guy, like Chloe loves Stefan. She needs someone paying attention to her. That well, that's what it is with her. She does. She gets it. <laughs> it's like Kristen just wants one man paying attention to her. But Chloe yes. has this thing, this, in, this internal thing where she wants every, almost every man that she comes in contact with that's in her orbit to pay attention to her. Whether she wants them or not. <laughs> well, my, yeah, and it just keeps going and going. Stacey, <laughs> <laughs> so, as we come to a close here, we have to mention your huge fan base because when we released this interview, we had some listeners like our friend Galen and Candace Mack, and our co-host, Rodrigo, who couldn't be here tonight, and of course, the one and only, our dear Melissa. What does it mean to you to have such a great fan base? Uh, you have no idea how thrilled I am. I mean, when I came on the show, I thought everybody's going to hate me. <laughs> but only tell you that it is such an honor to have you guys as my fans. I love that you are so into the characters that I play and that you get where these characters are coming from and you get where I'm coming from. And um, I just love you guys. I, I'm so grateful for you. I mean, every single one of you, um, you know, it, 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 it just makes it makes me feel like I'm doing my job. And, and that's, that's good. And I, and that you like, I know, I feel like I'm, um, you know, um, who is she? Uh, oh God, my brain. I'll forget. It, but just that, that you're on the journey with me. And I, I, I thank you so, so very much. And, um, it's just nice to see all that support. I really, really no, love it. Thank you. Because even when days can be frustrating, you will, will always be a bright spot. It's always like, no matter what Kristen's doing, if Susan's going to pop up, like you're always a bright spot. Well, thank and it's you. always nice to see you. 
Well, thank you. That means so much to me. You have no idea. I I really, really appreciate it. And that's, that's yeah, like, oh, sorry to cut you off. But yeah, like, no, like, no, like no. Alan was saying, like, even though the storyline itself was kind of frustrating and it wasn't you, it was Ron. Ron, we like to yeah. mess with him. He loves that. <laughs> but, you know, you were the best part because, like, you were the constant driving force. And that's what led to you getting that well-deserved Emmy nomination. Like, you, you know, you, you just, whatever Ron wrote, you like, uh, okay. I, I, I took my VA to my Activia today. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> I can make this work. Okay. Like, and, and, and like, you, you're one of those great actors. You're like an Erica Slay's act. And that's why you were perfect to step in for Eileen. Like, actresses like you guys, w watching you read the phone book is entertaining. Oh, wow. Because well, you, will, you will put something into it. Like you, you will bring up anybody you're in the scene, whoever you're in the scene with, whether they're a newbie or a vet. You're gonna do something to make the scene better. You're the type that you're gonna pay attention. If, if you just have days on and you're like, you know, throwing something in the air fryer, if Kristen's on or if Susan's doing something kooky, you're gonna pay attention. And I um, appreciate that. Well, thank you. That means so much to me. You have no clue. I, I, I so appreciate it. Most certainly. And our thanks to you, Stacey. Thank you for coming on. Please come back soon. Don't be a stranger to our show. We really I will. I would love yeah, so it. If you thank have you anything so... to plug, anything what to plug, I said, if you have a project or anything to plug, we will pimp it out. Let us know. Perfect. I would love it. You guys are the best. I've enjoyed this so much. You, it's it's so wonderful to meet you all. And sorry it took so long. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Hey, good all. things come to those who wait, sweetie. It is our pleasure. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. And I look forward to doing it again. Well, certainly. For our listeners and fans of Stacey Highduke, you can always follow her on Twitter at Stacey underscore Highduke. And you can ch uh, check out Days of Our Lives weekdays on Peacock Streaming. Episodes are released Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. And they are beginning to get longer with 41-minute episodes sneaking on in there. So check out all the crazy happenings in Salem. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Stacy, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Thank you. Love you guys so much. Thank you so Thank much. You. Love you. Bye, Stacy. Have a good night, sweetie. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you all sing. <laughs> and this is the best part. I never know how to leave. So <laughs> okay. I found the leave. All right. Thank you so much. We'll talk again. Bye, bye, bye darling. Bye. Alrighty. So anyway, before we leave, of course, uh, we mentioned John Aniston at the top of the show who left us. And like we also stated, his final episode will air December 26. Um, whew, Tiggs, how did you feel when you found out that John Aniston passed away? Well, you know, I was at work. And I went on my first break and I saw a missed call from you. <laughs> and I tell anybody, I'm like, if Casey has called me or FaceTimed me and the sun is up, somebody's dead or something got canceled. And I'll be damned. 
like when, when I went into the group chat and I saw him, like, oh shit. I it's one of those things where it was, of course it was a possibility we knew he had been, you know, he's gotten older, he was getting sick, and it's just something you weren't prepared for, you know. You knew in the back of your head it could be coming, but you just you were holding out hope that he will hold on a little bit longer. And like, you know, when he didn't show up at the daytime image, I said, Oh, he looks really sick. So I'm just like, uh, cause I mean we haven't seen Victor stand up in the scene in what almost five years. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh God, oh God. And it, and if you can get Jennifer Anderson to to make a video for daytime Emmys, I yeah, I'm like, oh shit. But it's a sad thing. I just Ron got a got a bullseye on his back. If he fucks this up, there's no excuse. You got six months. You got six months to get this right. Cause I'm pretty sure they won't start writing it until after the holidays. You got six months to get this right, Ron. Like I said, I want some Ace Buchanan type shit. You better get it right. So we'll see. But yeah, it. It's just going to be kind of a surreal thing because now they're just going to spend the next few months kind of talking around Victor and you just won't see him. And but you'll know in the back of your mind, like he's gone. And now I need to drink. (laughs) Um, Alan, what are your thoughts on John Aniston's passing? Really sad because he was such a mainstay, big part of that show and show's legacy. Because when you think days, you think Parlane, you you think Bo and Hope, you but you also think Victor Hirakis. because he was the big villain on that show for years, along mm-hmm. with, along with Seth. And for the past like twenty years, he's been more of the snarky grandpa type, but still, Victor was a big part of the show. He was. He really, really was. He was one of those larger-than-life 80s characters that stood the test of time. And I think that, you know, that staying power, we don't see that on soaps anymore. You know, when you turn on the screen, you turn on Windar, you turn on Days, you turn on GH, you turn on B&B, you still see Catherine Kelly Lang and um, Suzanne Rogers and Eric Braden. And um, Finola Hughes, we still see those characters, but not anymore do we have new characters that debut like that, that we know for a fact that person will stand the test of time from a 1985 to a 2022 like Victor Kiriakis did. Um, oh, uh, Chaz, we know that you don't watch Days, have only seen snippets of it here and there, but of course, somebody like you who loves soaps just as much, I'm sure understands the power of John Aniston. So what did that passing mean to you? Um, you know, I, I was reminded of when I, you know, look, when I saw it on Google or whatever, I think I was working and it, um, I saw it came up on MSN. I was like, oh. And then I saw, obviously, I saw you guys in the um, group chat. And I was like, oh, that's who that is. So, you know, looking at the character within itself, it, it really reminded me of um, when Catherine Chancellor, or um, not Catherine Chancellor, Jesus, Gene Cooper had passed on the Young and the Restless. And um, 
she was a mainstay in that show since the the seventies. Yeah. So um, I could under, easily understand the impact that a character like that would have passing, and especially the actor within itself. And also reminded me of, of John Abbott um, or Jerry Douglas passing, right? Like when an actor mm-hmm. of that 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 level, and you've been on the show for years and years, years and years and years, and the impact that it would have on the actual cast itself, and also on um you know the story impacts and then also the impacts on the cast it's huge right so i can i can only feel for um you know the cast and what they're dealing with and jennifer and their family and then also it'd be interesting to see how they they write that character um yeah how they write them out right so that that also always interesting because it has a huge story impact so yeah it's he was a pillar on the show and it's it's really um sad to see uh sad, sad, to, sad to see him go you know obviously the, anytime anyone passes away it's a huge deal but when you have a legacy character such as itself it's a hard thing to deal with so yeah it really is and you know i got to speak with louise terrell and suzanne rogers about it and uh-huh. it was so kind of hard to talk with suzanne about it because she was really holding it together really well on the phone but you know, when somebody passes that was close to you, you can hear the sense of loss in your voice or even somebody else's. And yeah, uh, it's just amazing how they still thought of him. Louise shared with me that last time she was there, she was shocked he was even still coming into work because he just looked so frail. But she admired him for still being there and showing up in scenes. Um, and that is just a quality of an actor that goes unmatched nowadays. Um, also today we found out that Robert Clary, who was an original cast member of The Young and the Restless and who also had a lengthy stint on Days of Our Lives and is credited with bringing song and dance into days, uh, died as well at 96. And it is also worth noting that he was a Holocaust survivor as well. So may both of those great men rest in peace and we will miss them dearly. Absolutely. Yeah. In the meantime, Chaz, where can our listeners find you on Twitter? <laughs> you can't because I don't have a Twitter account anymore. So. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Wait, 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 what, happened? what happened to Mr. Tool Talk? They got you the fuck up out of here? I said it when I said it when before when they was talking about it. I said I don't I don't I don't fuss with uh what's his name? The uh Tesla man. So when he took it over, I said, okay, oh, no. R- really, really. Chaz act like he is 74 years old. I don't I fool with the Tesla. I don't fool with that man. Nope. He, he, he acts like Elon must be walking around with, with a box <laughs> of Teslas like encyclopedias and he be trying to sell people. You know what? The funny thing about it is my what my best friend has a Tesla and he's like, oh my God, they're the greatest things in the world. I'm just like, ugh, I don't like this man. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I got rid of it a couple weeks ago, actually. So I, I posted it. And stuff, so you can't find me. You just gonna have to talk to me on the the chat. If somebody will ask me a question, I'll. Chad, Chad (laughs) made his um, departure from the Genoa City Airport, um, and he went to Forrester Creations for a while. But if you are looking for him, you can find him at four twenty one Larkspur Trail, just across the street from the Tack House. Um, No, no, don't put me there. Put me in uh, Lauren and Michael's old place that they don't show no more. 
Oh, I love your apartment. That used to be that used to be Nina's apartment that that they took over. That put me over there. That's why I want to be. Put you over there in the Genoa City Towers. Six twenty one. That's what the uh, uh the address was. Mm-hmm. Now, are we we doing a a, a top five on a uh, regular episode next week? No, next week is a uh, Thanksgiving. Oh Thanksgiving. yeah, it's, it's it's Thanksgiving Eve. Oh, never mind. Yeah, we're gonna we'll be, be okay. Stuff. We're gonna be doing top five cravings. Okay, yeah. hey, I'll be doing top five ways to cook a turkey because I'm hosting this year, so I got people. Uh, you better get you a turkey fry. No, ma'am. I roast that in the oven with the garlic herb butter. And okay. I get that ready to go. Okay, perfect. Okay, don't burn it up now. And did thought did frost that boy. You know how to cook those ones, I tell you. Yeah, no, but <laughs> I'll wait for you to tell me, Julia Child. No, I let, why you I why is Ju, Julie versus Julie on Julia versus Julia on uh my uh pause right now that's what I was watching that is right it now. really I cannot yes it is <laughs> yes it is I love and that there's a show called Julia on HBO. It was so good. I loved yeah. it. I watched it. Uh, I, I learning the more and more I learn about her, the more and more I like her. Because I have her book. I made three recipes from that shit is hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh well yeah, well yeah, like if you're making a Julia Child recipe from nineteen sixty seven, yeah. Listen, I oh, You gotta I, modernize the chairs. You better put some stank up on it with a crock pot or an instant pot that motherfucker <laughs> shit. Listen, I made her buff bourguignons. Oh my god, it was delicious, but it was a task. Oh see, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Chaz, you better hop your ass on the YouTube. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you talk I don't trust you too because they look at making stuff and they be looking nasty. I'm like, that don't look uh, right. I don't know. See, and that's why you trust the YouTube cooks that, that got Two million um subscribers. Don't don't trust um on Aunt Betty's um soup and stew <laughs> channel, and she only got four hundred and twenty two subscribers. You don't trust her old ass. She can't them, 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 hey, them old people know how to cook, man. That's how you learn how to cook good food. But you just can't trust the people that you know who put I a block of Velveeta with some macaroni and say, here's your macaroni and cheese. Don't give me that. That's disgusting. You know who I bet knows how to cook, Chaz? Your girl, uh, Morgan Fairchild. I bet she knows how to cook. We, we still bringing these, this old ass joke up, but okay. <laughs> That's so funny, Casey. Oh my God. Yeah, it was so great when you told me how to cook a turkey like I never used to know them we get off on turkeys well we was trying to close uh who next sorry <laughs> we just trying to close like it's a church service <laughs> right as i close go ahead, go ahead. Okay. oh well okay well before it's old news because like chas has been on a few episodes yeah. real quick chas how did how do you feel about abby and devon screw <laughs> y'all should see chas's face oh god i haven't watched <laughs> the young and the restless in about a month so you mean I saw an episode where Amanda had came back and she walked out the door with her, her luggage. So I guess that was that was um Morgan, not Morgan. No, you had a Michelle. Hopefully Michelle that Morgan. Was, I, I, yeah, I guess hopefully that was, that was her, her last episode. You, you gotta I, watch it. You gotta watch it because let, she let grabbed something. Devon's ass and it was let, let, me, tell you, let me tell you something. Yeah. I do not care for that pairing. I didn't like it when they first tried it. I don't like it now. If that's what they want to do on this show, go ahead and do it. Because some, I, I, I feel like with the young and the restless, I you can have every. This is how it should happen, and it can be laid out, and they'll be like, "No, we're gonna take a left," 
And I just, I just get so frustrated by that. I'm just like, okay, whatever y'all want to do is fine. Did 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 Imani and and and, and Nate sleep together yet? No, she's like basically all like yeah, Imani. Like they haven't really like we we had that recast for a couple of episodes, and I mean, there's really no point to Imani at this point because uh, uh, like Amanda is gone. Like you know, she's gone. She's gone. Dumb, yeah, I believe so because she's dumped Devon and she's leaving and stuff like that because. Yeah, because Chance and Amanda walk in on, you know, Devon and Abby butt-ass naked screwing. Oh, wow. That's always Yeah, exciting. no, 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 no. No, I'm telling you, Chaz, the Young and Restless has actually been a soap opera the last two weeks. Uh, oh, I, I guess I got to catch up because I, I had got, I, I think I stopped <coughs> when, uh, maybe a month ago or so, when they, they when, um, right before Nate was about to take over or do something stupid with the company. I was like, this is dumb. I'm not mm-hmm. watching. So I, I haven't, well, I haven't seen it in a couple of weeks. So I'm, I'm a little bit behind, but yeah, I guess it's uh, been good. Like Missy Egan, I know you don't care for Chelsea, but mm-hmm. she has done great with the whole, with Chelsea trying to commit suicide. And well, I got, I have some, um, that story is built. Billy's yeah, I have, fucking well, Billy's needs to uh, be a back burner yeah. like for a good six months. But I have um, some time coming up next week because uh, I took off for a couple of days. So I'll take a couple of days and try to catch up, see what they see what they talk about. What I what I would do, I'll just catch up on the last two weeks. Start last start from weeks. the start from the Halloween episode when Chelsea tried to kill herself, and then do the rest of that. You won't got nothing do nothing before she tried to jump off the building with the baby or something. No, she tried to just on Halloween. She tried to kill herself. She was gonna jump off the building of the um Grand Phoenix. Oh, okay. She went up to the roof and she almost jumped. And no, CBS did a really good job. I can't believe yeah. CBS went that far. Like oh, okay. CBS let her actually jump. Like if Billy wouldn't have caught her, she would have been dead. Because Chelsea oh. jumped, but Billy. Every time I think about somebody jumping off a building, I'm reminded of did somebody can't they have a baby and it was a doll and they almost jumped off the building. Yes, that was, uh, and they threw. Yes, Chaz, I know exactly. What, oh my God, yeah. I can't think of what show it was, but they they had a. They, she she was holding a. They thought it was a baby. No, the baby fell, and they thought that the baby fell over, but it was a doll. Oh yes, that was Dynasty. Yes, that was Dynasty. Yes, that's what it was. When, uh, like, every so every time they have a building, I think does she have a baby with her? Yeah, it was that crazy ass. Uh, Claudia, wasn't it? Wasn't it Claudia? Pamela? Claudia. It was Claudia, her crazy ass. Yeah, because yeah. Stephen thought, yes, Stephen thought he had Claudia's child. Yes, okay. Yeah. Her. Yeah. By the way, I did watch the final episode of Dynasty, and I kind of liked the like the new one. I liked how they kind of wrapped everything up a little bit, but it was definitely time for that show to kind of go off because it was it had gotten ridiculous. They had gotten into the, after the. Uh, Moldovian massacre, massacre years, and it was just being stupid at that point. So, definitely. Well, y'all, thanks for tuning in. Alan, where can they find you on the Twitter? Emerald's Rapper. Wonderful. Thank you, Alan. It's been a pleasure oh, having you. Al- Alan, have you been able to enjoy your Coke Zeros again? The taste <clears throat> is almost back to where it was pre COVID. Almost. It still tastes exactly the same as it did before COVID. Well, look, damn it! You got one week until Thanksgiving, Alan. You better get you some Listerine and just get to shaking. <laughs> That's not how that works. That is not how it works. <laughs> Ain't gonna be able to taste nothing but mint. <laughs> Do that. <laughs>
Like, no, no, really, like, when you brush your teeth, Alan, just really, 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 really use the tongue scraper real hard. Sir, that is not how that works. What? Alan ain't got no gag reflex. He'll be okay. Oh, Lord, the shade. He the puts Genie Gold as his profile picture, and all of a sudden, he's a slut just like Rockford, please. <laughs> <laughs> My hand's doing this. Is that doing anything for you? Um. Anyway, Tiggs, where can they find you, my darling? The Ben Master Part 2. I'm still catching up, y'all. I'm caught up on YNR because I know y'all, my birthday was last week. I know y'all been missing my tweets. But when I get oh. off here, I'm going to glance at today's YNR and I'm going to start digging in GH because the GH fans really love my tweets. They just love me dragging Carly and Willow. Oh, I've, really, I've really liked GH recently. It's been- Did they catch that, that one girl that was doing all that stupid stuff? Esme or whatever. Her oh, yeah. Is. She's locked in the attic at uh, Cassadine Manor. Um, <laughs> not Cassadine. Mean, yeah, at, 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 um. What do they call Windermere. 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 Yeah. Not that they put her in the attic like Nina. I'm mad about ah, that. Ah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they got that poor child in the attic like she bridge her rear. Mm-hmm. Flowers in the attic. I hope she ain't got, she got kids up there with her too. They're going to start sleeping together. Well, she, well, she is pregnant. She's pregnant, so they don't. They did do that. They did pull a Dina. They, <laughs> they did. They did. Yes. <laughs> I was totally kidding. I didn't know they actually did it. Yes. That's, that's funny. Anyway. Well, you can find me at KCS Hutch. You can find our show on Twitter at the Chat underscore Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at the Chat Show Podcast. And like we mentioned. We are going on our Thanksgiving break next week, but we'll be back November 30th. So please go ahead, spend time with your loved ones, and we'll see y'all back here on the 30th. Take some Bye. time. Enjoy the view. Bye, y'all. Bye, okay. motherfuckers. <laughs>